नम श्रीयतिराज विवेकानंदसूरय सच्चिसुखस्वूपय स्वामीनेतापहारिणे श्रीरामकृष्ण अपनमस्तु आई डू अंडरस्टैंड दैट वी आर रनिंग शॉर्ट ऑफ टाइम एंड वी आर ऑलरेडी एट अ लंच सो कम स्ट्रेट टू द पॉइंट वी है विवेकानंद इज वन ऑफ द रीजन्स दैट वी आर हैविंग दिस कॉन्फ्रेंस ऑल्सो सो माय टॉपिक इज टू गो बैक विवेकानंद एंड अद्वैत वेदांता द इनसेपरेबल आई विल स्कीप दिस पार्ट बिकॉज वी आर ऑलरेडी लेट सो एम ओनली प्राइमरी ऑब्जेक्टिव ऑफ दिस पेपर इज टू एक्सप्लोर द एंगल्स व्हाट मेक्स विवेकानंदा एंड वेदांता इनसेपरेबल फ्रॉम देमसेल्स इट इज डिवाइडेड इन थ्री पार्ट्स फर्स्ट पार्ट इज विवेकानंदाज फॉर्म्युलेशन और री रीडिंग ऑफ वेदांता देन फर्दर टू पार्ट्स इज एबिलिटी टू रिलेट टू मेनी एज वन वी हैव हैड अ लॉट ऑफ डिस्कशन ऑन मेनी एंड वन सो देर इज वन इंटरेस्टिंग स्टेटमेंट दैट निवेदिता हैज रिकॉर्डेड अबाउट एंड देन विवेकानंदा सॉ वेदांता एज अ मीन्स फ्रॉम ट्रैवलिंग लोअर ट्रूथ टू हायर ट्रूथ ही फेमसली सेट दैट मैन इज नॉट ट्रैवलिंग फ्रॉम एरर टू ट्रूथ बट ही इज ट्रैवलिंग फ्रॉम लोअर ट्रूथ टू हायर ट्रूथ and thirdly which is what i see it is ingrained oneness i mean even there are so many debate whether it is a neo vedanta and uh, uh, how much uh, his script uh, stick to the scriptural authority and all that is not uh, part of my study or scholarship but i feel that uh, his vivekananda comes from the oneness that is ingrained in swami ji uh, so that is part of his spiritual depth and then he is a voice without form Uh, so we know that neo vedanta new age interpretation of vivekananda shri arobindo and dr sarvapalli radhakrishnan is often called neo vedanta but uh, what swami vajnananda observes that uh, that philosophical uh, <coughs> uh, new phase of uh, vedanta was inaugurated by shri ramakrishna and vivekananda and uh, <coughs> better we uh, he is saying that the philosophical presuppositions and metaphysical underpinnings and implication of this neo vedanta what i want to highlight is the later part which is better called integral vedanta are yet to be worked out or even studied properly then uh, when vivekananda is using the word vedanta it is pertinent to understand that what he means by it so he said what vedanta is not no book no person and no personal god so what swami tyagananda has observed uh, in his article vivekananda's vision of vedanta he says when vivekananda uses the word vedanta in a global context he means it neither the vedic religion nor philosophy and nor even the upanishads in a master stroke he lifts the word above its cultural historical and religious contexts and he uses it to mean the basis of spiritual quest so when we are referring to vivekananda and vedanta it is the spiritual quest and this is the part i want to highlight uh, it is nivedita uh, who has recorded in uh, her uh, <coughs> book uh, once vivekananda was asked did buddha teach that the many and one um, <coughs> that the real and the uh, many was real and the ego unreal while orthodox hinduism regards one as the real and the many as unreal so what swami answered that and what ramakrishna paramahansa and i have added to this is that 
many and one are the same reality perceived by the same mind at different times and in different attitudes so this is whole forms a crux of vivekananda's vedanta then what swami sarvapriyananda calls that uh, this vivekananda's ability to see many as one this forms the core of vivekananda's philosophy hmm, i think i will skip it because we are running short of time uh, and what is important that vivekananda also aimed at harmony of all four yogas uh, that he said that yoga jnana bhakti and karma all <clears throat> paths lead to the same goal most of the times people are misinterpreting it as that uh, these are the same paths he never said it that these are the same paths he said all paths lead to the same goal and what he tried to attain that much blessed con- combination is the intellect of shankara and heart of buddha Uh, so what is vivekananda's contribution to the neo vedanta as uh, we have already seen as a religion as a means from tra- traveling to lower truths to higher truth then he reformulated vedanta as a religion that takes out the potential divinity in man and then uh, he was the first one to give practical angle to vedanta i'm i'm aware that all many scholars before vivekananda have given practical angle to Uh, vedanta but was vivekananda's understanding is that when um, typical missionary understanding is that when you are doing good you are doing good to others you are building hospitals you are doing roads but what vivekananda says is that when you are doing good you are doing it for yourself when you do good to others you do <coughs> good for yourself so that is the famous uh, rockefeller incident we have all known this and uh, again uh, that is best reflected in which i feel there is a chapter called vyadakita in vivekananda's karma yoga uh, that uh, relates this philosophy best we have had a quite a discussion on this maya so i won't uh, delve deeper into it uh, but what vivekananda called he says that maya is neither a mystery nor illusion but it is a statement of facts it is a well that clouds our understanding and he, vivekananda said that vedanta has something which is not bound by maya then uh, what make uh, vivekananda inseparable what i feel that uh, when we are comprehending any uh, religion i have taken vivekananda's only uh, quote from his incomplete paper that fundamentals of religion he said my mind can best grasp the religions of the world ancient or modern dead or living through this fourfold vision and what is that that is symbology history philosophy and mysticism so whenever we are interpreting vivekananda's vedanta these two dimensional dimensions are very important that is uh, <coughs> transcendental and uh, mystic understanding so what andrew nicholson calls vivekananda's vedanta as word affirming and uh, chaturved there is a book called uh, uh, vivekananda as a living vedanta so chaturvedinath calls him in a literal sense he is a uh, embodiment of true vedanta and vivekananda's phenomenal power to transform and his spiritual depths and understanding of life had its base in advaitic philosophy so amiji's power to transform came through his inner strength 
and the depth of spiritual experience, observes Swami Tathagatananda. So uh, Vivekananda's life was very, very short, and I'm just trying to explain how he himself was a uh, living Vedanta or personification of Vedanta, that Vivekananda lived in this world only for 39 years, five months, and 24 days. He started his public work at the age of 30. He worked for about seven years, and then he said, I have given enough thinking to the humanity for the next 1,500 years. Generations will come and stand in wonder as they observe the depth and magnitude of Vivekananda's life and message. So I think we have just passed 125 years ever since uh, his iconic address in the parliaments of religion. And uh, I feel that is, uh, is Vedanta inseparable from uh, Vivekananda? Again, coming back to the question where we started. So that Advaita is the basis of his words, works, words, and perhaps silence, if any, if you are reading the works, I think there is a white space which talks a lot. So there is a reading in between the line. And so rationalizing Vivekananda's rejuvenation of Vedanta lies beyond the realm of the intellect. So what Vivekananda had interestingly observed in his letters to Swami Ramakrishnananda, one of the letters, he said, I want no name. I want to be a voice without form. I do not require anybody to defend me. So just uh, Swami Yogeshwarananda, he had given four very concise and precise points of Vivekananda's Advaita Vedanta, that's all paths are grounded in Advaita and they are also fulfilled in Advaita. Then what Vivekananda added is rational presentation of religion to Advaita Vedanta. Then third is all truths should be accessible to all the people. And fourthly, serving man as a God, which is what we see uh, it is needed even today, is one of the greatest contributions of Vivekananda's Advaita Vedanta that he made it accessible to the last man on the road. Thank you. Thank you.